0: Welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers sports cast. Real talk, real fans. We bring you Michigan football each and every week. I am Caleb and with me as always is Craig. And it is actually a busy night for us. Uh you guys may have seen a little tweet that went out. Uh we are doing different things. Uh, With the SportsCast, with the Blue Network, we're trying different things. Tonight was a work night, so actually this episode is probably going to be shorter than most. um, Because we're hoping to have extra content come out this week. But if it's not this week, it will be the beginning of next week. So we'll be making up for it. Don't you worry about that. But Craig, I have some very interesting... I'm like the information person here. Like I keep track of things with the websites, with the... Yeah, you you
1: well, do a good job. I said, you. yeah, all
0: right,
1: you do a great job, man.
0: Thank you. Uh, I have something interesting here that I want to share, though. Okay. Um, th- so our podcast has kind of, like, steadily been growing. I mean, um, the first year was really slow. Obviously, you know, you got to get out there. You got to network and things like that. Second year was really good.
1: Well, first year, we were terrible.
0: Yeah, we were pretty bad. Like, <laughs> Yeah, do not <laughs> go back. Do not go way back and listen f- uh, the quality of the audio is bad and i don't know what to say about the 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 uh, content but
1: (laughs) and the ands and the uhs and the pauses and (laughs) uh uh
0: and then oh man all the editing that used to go on back then it was so terrible so now it's a lot easier but so the second so our first year was 2015 second was 2016 really good year 2017 was another good year uh, saw some kind of like a little ups and downs. I think part of that was mostly because we didn't do any new uh, recruit um, interviews. That kind of like padded <laughs> some things there. But uh, that's that's besides the point. So, so we kind of like uh, first year slow, second year spike up, then it kind of like plateaued for a little while and everything. But the really interesting for me, uh, slow months for, uh, uh, of course, uh, September, October, November are huge for us because it's football season. And yeah. so there's a distinct drop in December and January. Uh, it's like November, then drop to December. Cause there's only a couple games in that month. And then there's a small drop into January this year. I'm not sure what's going on, but whatever we're doing, it's being successful. So keep up the good work, Craig, because
1: maybe it's me, uh, you know, out there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Are you sure you're not putting like, uh, it, it explicit photos of yourself or something and like trying to attract wow. new people. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we have that. actually, that would probably make, uh, make people go away from our site, but back on track. Um, we are on track, uh, to use that word again, to actually make the second highest numbers for a month in this month. Wow. And it's not even football season. Like right now we have the best numbers for any month outside of the fo- the football season. That we already have that. But when this comes out there's a couple more days in the month and I'm pretty sure that's going to be enough to give us that little boost to give us the second highest uh listenership for a month and it's not even football season.
1: Well, you know what happens when you become you know more I guess you want to say more listeners and more out there, the more people are listening to you, the more comes the people that are against you too. So, the trolls. <laughs> yeah, the trolls, the haters, and that certainly has been our, my case. I mean, I've gotten that once in a while, but. Uh,
0: That's always funny when, I, when people talk to, when the trolls come out and talk about what we talk about on our show, and it's just like, thanks for patting our numbers, but. I, I uh, don't listen to your team's podcast, but thanks. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> right, I know. It's just strange. We do have rivals that do listen to our show. In fact, I've had a couple say some things. I go, there's no way you would ever known that if you didn't listen to the show, which makes it me laugh even more because I go, well, that's great. We got actual people that hate Michigan that are listening to the show, and that's always that's might be a good thing. But, you know, this isn't a very opinionated show. I mean, you and I are— you know, only giving our two cents on everything, but, you know, it's that's the way it is, So
0: is. We're so cutting edge, and we push the limits. That, that's what we're known for on this show. But yeah, no, not really. But I wanted to share that. I mean, this will be a really – so I'm re- 2018 is off to a fantastic start. So with uh, these new numbers, with the new content we're going to be putting out – And uh, the year just beginning, it will be very interesting to see. And we are, um, I don't want to say we're planning, but we are looking back into bringing the recruit interviews back on the show when we can. Uh, We're going to try to balance that out somehow. But uh, we missed it last, we did it uh, two years ago, missed it last year. But hoping to have those back and uh, bring you guys some awesome content. So, good things happening. All good things. All good things.
1: <coughs> yeah. So, doing good. And it's because, you know, we're getting our names out there. And I think it's networking. We got other great fans of ours letting other fans know about the show that, you know, we really don't pull any punches. We do talk about nothing but Michigan football. We try to keep it real. We try to keep it really. Um, try to give at least some stats and things that we think about. And, um, you know, I know a lot of, uh, Michigan fans on social network are, aren't very happy with the other radio shows because, you know, they're at times don't talk about Michigan football, or they don't talk about Michigan at all very much, or they're talking about, uh, they're very, um, biased against certain things. And, you know, you and I are are about, you know, we try to keep it positive, but we also have our opinions, So
0: yeah. And uh <clears throat> I am uh <sighs> uh I this is going to get into opinions here with uh what we're going to do with the, this episode like like I mentioned this is probably going to be a shorter one because we've already been working for over an hour and a half on some other content. Uh but the conversation that we haven't had yet I feel that we need to discuss uh, that is worth bringing up and discussing uh, is the Enos situation. I wanted to come up with a really clever phrase like Deflate Gate, but <laughs> I couldn't think of.
1: I not think of anything. Deflect, <laughs> deflect gate, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, the uh, no, not even conspiracy, but the, I don't know, whatever. E- Enos is gone. Enos came. Enos went. Enos is gone. Um, and so mo- most of you should know that, uh, Enos came, uh, he got let go with the whole group from the Arkansas, uh, football coaching staff, Brett Bielma and all that. Uh, he has background at CMU and Michigan state, uh, with quarterbacks and wide receivers. He was the offensive coordinator at Arkansas. Uh, Michigan hired him to come in to specifically work with wide receivers and right. he was on staff for like. Just over two weeks, and then he was gone because he got picked up by Alabama. And uh, part of the contributing factor with some of those things is that he – his contract uh, – I, I I've, I've I saw two different things, and I wanted to read a little bit more into it. And I, so I don't know if you saw this, Craig, but I saw one thing saying where it was strictly in his contract where he couldn't do anything uh, – He couldn't go from an SEC school to an SEC school uh, with how it was in his contract. But then I also saw somebody suggest, uh, and I I didn't get to follow up on this, so I don't know the validity with this, but that since he was let go by Arkansas, that that part of his contract was void. So I don't don't have the confirmation on that. Nonetheless, he came to Michigan – and then ditched out really quickly, which is
1: kind of, kind of shady, something shady about that. Maybe? Yeah,
0: kind of crappy. I mean, let, let's face it. I've actually been in a situation with a coworker where that kind of happened, and it's yeah. just like sometimes when you're out there looking for a job, it, that'll happen. Like you, you get a job and then, you know, some something else comes up, just didn't line up well, and you wound up taking one before the other, and the other one is what you want, whatever. But just like you said, it does look shady. So uh, one of the biggest things for me is just kind of like, okay, did you come in knowing this situation? If it w- if it was the contract thing, then pretty sure he knew ahead of time what he was doing. Oh, yeah. I think so. So
1: um, my opinion, I think he did. I think he did know. My My point, I guess the question would be whether – Jim Harbaugh and the staff knew. I I doubt it. I mean, there's no way they would bring him in and then have him use them to to a springboard onto the SEC. That's no way. I don't think that <laughs> happened. I think I don't know, man. It seems like this was planned out for him. Yeah. It's well, uh,
0: when I first heard about it. It was kind of a little bit after the fact. I I had some stuff going on uh, that work week and everything. And then I pop in, and everybody was talking about, you know, Alabama going after Enos. And that was right after they missed out on getting partridge. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, okay, is this actually happening? Or is Alabama kind of messing with us because of missing out on the whole partridge thing? Or. Uh, right. or are they just trying to take him because the whole partridge thing? Uh, do they really want him, or are they just trying to more so hurt Michigan? Right,
1: so and, you know, obviously, you know, a lot of people are like because he has Michigan State ties, deep ties, um, which is a little odd. And I, you know, I mentioned that on the show, I I was like, yeah, you know, a little too deep ties with Enos on there, but um, you know, I trust this, our staff and Jim Harbaugh and all that, but uh, yeah. That's a good point, bringing up partridge and then Alabama taking another cog away from uh one of the staff and getting Eno, so I don't know. I think there might be some uh, other things involved that we don't know about you and I don't know, but uh it is a little strange and does seem a little shady to say the least
0: yeah I'll... and i have uh there's a uh Alabama account that follows me on Twitter. And chats every once in a while, and so he, after it all happened, he's just like, "So what do you think of Enos now?" And I was just like, honestly, I mean, I wasn't thrilled when we hired him. I mean, the biggest upside I saw from him was his recruiting right It would have been interesting if he had been put in the offensive coordinator position or strictly with the quarterbacks, but he wasn't. Uh, he was put with wide receivers, so I wasn't overly impressed with the move. So now that he's gone, I'm kind of like, I don't really know what we're missing out on. I mean, I can't tell you too much because, well. you know, it's kind of hard to tell. It 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 can look good or bad for Michigan. It, it, like, this is kind of how it can break down. It's like, okay, well, Michigan was making a good move because if Alabama's interest, sorry, interested in him as well, then it must have been a good move for Michigan, but now they're missing out on him. So part of you wants enos not to do well because you want it to be like a big (laughs) screw you alabama right um but then also like i mentioned already with the other factors it's just like is this a re was a retaliation kind of a thing where it's just like hey we now realize that we can go after enos because his contract has changed and since we didn't get partridge screw michigan we'll do this to them instead i i don't know i mean i don't I mean, I know that we don't like Alabama. We don't really care for Saban and different things like that and the whole SEC and whatnot. I don't really think that they would do that with a place like Michigan. If it was Clemson, I could see something like that because they've been competing with Clemson on all different sorts of levels.
1: Right. So if right. they could
0: get a dig like that, I could see that. Now, if this was Ohio State, I could see that. If it was right. Michigan State, I could see that because, you know, you're trying to get uh, – get your jabs in there as much as you can. So I, I th uh, I don't know if it necessarily Wait. was directly related to the Partridge thing. But I mean we're on the outside looking in. I've I've been reading up like I said what I can so
1: Yeah. No it's yeah good point. So we'll never know. But oh well I'll take Partridge over Enos anyways.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Retaining him for recruiting is absolutely yeah. fantastic. Uh other things with the coaching situation to bring up um is that it looks like that with where we are now and the way things have been shaken down is that Drevno and Pep Hamilton are not going anywhere. Then, so people will just have to come to grips with with reality with that, I guess. Um, I I know yeah. that I was kind of hoping for some changes. Um, I'll, I'll admit I'm not overly excited about it. I was yeah. hoping for maybe some some big sexy hire where everybody like gets all fired up about. Um and and definitely saying Enos wasn't that for me. I didn't think that was that big of a thing. But uh but yeah I thought I thought for sure at least there'd be a change with one of them.
1: So Well that's the thing, you know it's this is where you're gonna have to I, in a way it's it you're you're making a move where you're either going to have to trust Harbaugh on this or you're gonna have to say um, you know, is this year going to be a year where we think differently about Drevno and then he has full faith in him. Maybe he just thinks that, hey, you know what? Drevno had a, I think he had a terrible year in play calling. I, I don't think he did a very good job. And maybe Harbaugh's like, look, you know what? We had some young guys and maybe he does better when the guys are, have a little bit more experience. I don't know. But this is one of those things where, you know what, I'm not going to beat the bush about Drebno. I've said what I think. Uh, I'll just have to give uh, Jim Harbaugh a little bit of slack on him and trust Jim Harbaugh knows what he's doing at this point. But uh, this will be the year. We did talk about this will be the year to see where Michigan goes.
0: Yeah, and and of course, me being the fan and everything, I'm not here to tell Coach what to do. But it's one of those things that a lot of people were looking at, and it's just like you thought someone was going it, <clears> to. <throat> it's not so much that it was one or the other. It was the fact that nothing changed with either of them. So it's just like, okay, if if we see the same issues moving forward again, then it's just like yeah, you've got to pinpoint that that's where some of the issues are coming from. But, but we'll see. We'll yeah. see. I mean, you know, it, it's one of those things, too, where people look at, uh, because even our callers have said this too in the past, it's just like you have those people who are going to the extreme of, you know, get rid of Jim Harbaugh. And it's just like, well, first of all, that's dumb. Second of all, who else, who are you going to get that? And (laughs) so not necessarily saying that um, there's no possible option that's better than Drevno. I do know that their contracts are kind of a huge hassle to work with. Uh, they're they're quite large in the buyouts and different things like that. So, um, so maybe it's kind of one of those things where it's just like, I mean, I, it, it's trusting Harbaugh to make the right move. So maybe it was just one of those situations where you look at it and it's just like, okay, maybe maybe they did check out some options, but it's just like, look, this is what we have right now. This this is the best thing moving forward. It, it, maybe it's just where we are. I don't know. Everybody's just gonna have to wait and see. Uh, and we're going to have to wait and see. I, I really don't know really what more uh, to say with it, but it we are where we're at.
1: Yeah, you summed it up pretty good there, man. There you go. Yep, we'll have to wait and see.
0: Yeah, so I I have not heard what might be happening in the wake of the Enos vanishing, coming and going. He didn't even really leave a fingerprint anywhere. He was here for such a short while. So I don't know what that is moving forward. Um, right. but there there will still be some things moving around, but as from the way it looks right now, the big moves that we thought might happen between Hamilton or Drevno, uh nothing's changing at this time from what we can tell. So um those are the things kinda going around with coaching. Uh we do know that uh it's not like we're ignoring it or not, or that we're oblivious to it. We do know that National Signing Day is coming up next week. Uh, some of the content that we've been working on uh, outside of this, that we were saying right before this, uh, deals directly with National Signing Day. So we're really not going to touch on it um, that much today. Not going to uh, talk about the players or anything with that because we're going to wind up being uh, covering that in due time for the National Signing Day, so... right,
1: yep. we have Plenty of time to talk about that, so...
0: Yeah. Um, man, I feel kind of crazy that this is short, but at the same time, we have been working for, like, two hours now, so I feel like we've done and covered a lot.
1: Yeah, we have. We've been up pretty late, so...
0: Um, so, part of me is like, gosh, I feel like we need to do more, but like I said, if you guys stick around and just wait until... Later this week, at the very latest, it will be the beginning of next week that we'll have some extra content for you guys. New content, new way, new new concept, new ideas, and everything. So we um, we hope you yeah. guys will. We know we know you guys will enjoy it. It'll be interesting. Uh, it's some stuff that we're looking into carrying further into the off season. So, um, it, and then after National Signing Day, there'll be things that we cover and everything uh as always though if you guys do want to c- call in, contact us give us some questions or be, uh, maybe you have some content that you want us to cover this is going to be the time to do it during the off season we've got different things going on different uh things that we're juggling uh we're always interested in different ideas i still have something on my list that i'd like to try to do i wanted to try to do it last year just didn't happen so we're always interested in shaking things up a bit but uh, you guys can find us on Twitter, at Blue Bros underscore, and our names, Caleb or Craig. Our email is bluebrothersportscast at gmail.com. And the voicemail is 551-258-3276. Easy to remember, 551 Blue Bro. Craig, before we go, anything else to add?
1: Go Patriots, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go Go Tom Terrific, right? TB12, yeah. I, I, TB12. You know TB hey, you know what? I, I look, I get why some people are like, look, he's one too many. He's got five, I think, already. But you know what? I'm, I'm always going, ah, he needs one more.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Actually, you know what? Uh, 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 this might be quick. This might not be that quick, but... Some so here to say, uh, I heard it talked about on the radio because I'll, I'll find it kind of interesting to hear what you have to say. But yeah. I kind of want to share this just because I feel like it's a perspective that not a lot of people discuss. Um, I cannot; I'm not good with tennis. Do you know the tennis guy that's doing really good right now too? Is it Federer?
1: Well, he's old. He's been there. Early. Yeah, he's like Tom Brady. He's yeah. old. One. Yeah, he's like
0: that. They compare. They compared the two today.
1: Like. Right. That's a good comparison.
0: Um, where they were saying, you know, they're older. They're both yep. having really good success still uh, in but their later they, years. But then they said, what's more impressive? Is it Federer's right. career or is it Tom Brady's career? So I'm kind of interested, real quick, uh, you know, we don't have to break this down to assign us, what your thoughts were on that.
1: Well, I mean, obviously, in a way, you got one sport it's more individual you know and you know and Tom obviously Brady needs his team and offensive line blocking and needs his running backs to do their job and everybody to cohesively be coached up and do well and you know I can see um but you know it is very very difficult i know to win super bowls and win six of them if you could just coming sunday uh, is very, very, very difficult. Uh, I was listening to one show where they had a, a player on there said it is really difficult to win a Super Bowl one time, let alone five times, and he might be getting six. It is just unheard of at times. But, you know, uh, I think what Federer do, is doing is pretty amazing because the very fact is, you know, you have more – The movement they have to go through back and forth and, you know, and and pulling uh, muscles, you know, me just getting out of bed, I can pull a muscle, let alone, you know, going back and (laughs) forth like that. It's pretty impressive. But, you know, for Tom to do this and get knocked down and getting sacked at times and keep doing this, um, I don't know. That's a really difficult one to say, but I would have to say probably getting to winning the Super Bowls that many times probably – little bit more difficult because how physical it is um. Yeah.
0: yeah um i uh, this is kind of what i wanted to bring up about it because they were just saying they were doing the basic um yeah it's a team sport versus a single sport but then they didn't really break it down from the standpoint of it's just like it's impressive with federer because he has had no one to lean on everything is on him so like any mistakes any success that that comes down to him yeah sure he's got like you know, nutritionist and all that stuff. But on the court, it's all him. Right. Um, right. And he exerts more effort in a tennis match than Brady does. But then Brady, on the side for Brady is that Brady gets smashed around sometimes by the yeah. defense. But so he's on the team side. So they're just like, oh, well, he doesn't have to always, you know, be the star. I mean, he, he is the star, but some games is be- are better than more. He's got supporting cast and things like that and so it's just like yes but you also have to look at that deeper as well on saying that he goes through teammate changes every single year and there oh. are so then there are the times where he does have a supporting cast and then there are times that he doesn't have a supporting cast so right. like there are there are the good times and there are the bad times and it's not and it constantly changes so there's always change there's always turnover there's no consistency with um Federer yeah there's uh some changes in everything obviously when you're getting older and everything and they were commenting about how he had to change his game to be able to be more competitive uh with how things are changing for him but I I just a lot of people don't really break it down past the f- uh fact of oh it's a a solo sport versus a team sport. And I'm just like, no, it's deeper than that, though, because uh, Brady goes through changes all the time. So I'm not, I'm not here to actually come out and say that one is absolutely more impressive than the other. They're both fantastic. But yeah. I just wanted to take a moment to break it down and be like, you know, they're both impressive, but there are some huge differences. And just, like, talk about it a little bit more. I would kind of have to side, uh, side with – um probably brady because you know there there are different uh tournament events throughout the year for tennis and so you can uh you can win one you can lose one and you can be okay throughout the year because you go to the different events the different majors but in football you have one season (laughs) right so if you get into the postseason and you lose one game you're done
1: yeah you get 300 pound guys uh, falling on your legs and things like that. And, and you, you know, you're right. You got, you know, Patriots and you got Tom Brady working with castoffs. I mean, every almost every one of those players on the team are like somebody traded or uh, got rid of or, you know, put them on waivers or something like that. And Patriots picked them up and said, hey, I can make something amazing out of this and that's what they did they do they do it all the time they're always grabbing some guys and then you know i think there's such a turnaround circle you know go, going on at the patriots it's pretty amazing but uh yeah to see him do this is just it's crazy you know what i don't think i've ever seen you know i know federer can come back and win i've seen some of him do that and that's pretty great but boy i tell you man tom brady can score 28 points in 10 seconds <laughs> And in a in an NFL game, the guy lives for being down by points, and they always come back to win. It, it, I always it's interesting. Anytime you see halftime, and you see the Patriots down twenty one points, I can't tell you how many times I see social media and everybody going, "Oh, Patriots, you lost, uh, good riddance." And I'm like, oh, "No, this is Tom Brady, man," <laughs> and they somehow win. They just seem to do. So I never discount them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, I, I wanted to bring all that up, I have a little fun conversation there too. So, yeah. So it's just like one football season a year to get to Super Bowl, where Federer has multiple majors a year. So when he loses and falls out of one, he's got a couple others that he can go to and that he can still get a major for that year. So, so just some interesting thoughts, ideas, fun conversation. So, um, yeah. We hope you guys enjoy this episode. Like I said, there is more content coming this week. It's going to be fun. Uh, I think you guys will really enjoy it. We work with some people on it. so. Um, but, yeah, National Signing Day right around the corner. We'll be talking about that more. And yeah, you guys need to have a good week. I know the weather sucks, and it's up and down, and some of you live out of state, and you guys are lucky, and I envy you. But stay warm, stay safe, drive safe. I know it's been crazy for some people. Um, so we hope that for you all and the weekend needs to get here as quickly as possible, but until then, and until national signing day, until it is in final and in the books, we hope you guys have a great week and we'll finish off with go blue.
1: Blue.